Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, September 27th, 2018. I'm sorry about last week. I had, uh, I don't know, a little virus or something. But in any case, uh, it may have been a good thing to not have had a news and views last week because the Nefarium has been busy. And uh, I want to kind of prepare the background for this article from Zero Hedge that I want to read a few paragraphs from, because as I began reading it, the first thing that I thought was this was about more than just Iran. And then later, the Zero Hedge article actually said pretty much the same thing I was thinking. But the context here is um, my suspicion that for a number of years, going back before 9-11, I've had this suspicion, I've even blogged about it, talked about it from time to time, that the United States and the European Union, led by Germany, were in a kind of e covert, quiet economic war against each other. In other words, there's been this kind of covert economic war between the United States and Germany over the emerging Silk Road, One Belt, One Road project of China and its implications. And a couple of weeks ago, the German uh, finance minister, Heiko Maas, came out with an announcement and said that Europe would have to build out its own international financial clearing system independently of the American-dominated SWIFT system, that's the Society for Worldwide uh, Interbank Financial Telecommunications. Uh, the acronym has been variously parsed over the decades, but that seems to be one of the current ones. And uh, there has been a new development, and folks, this one is, is pretty big. Uh, this is an article from Zero Hedge titled, Europe Unveils Special Purpose Vehicle to Bypass SWIFT, Jeopardizing the Dollar's Reserve Status. Now, I want to read a number of paragraphs here and then give you uh, what I think this is really about. Uh, Zero Hedge itself mentions this, and then I want to give you what I think the prediction has to be in case the Zero Hedge assessment is the case. All right, so here we go. Quote, in a stunning vote of no confidence in the U.S. monopoly over global payment infrastructure, one month ago, Germany's foreign minister, Heiko Maas, called for the creation of a new payment system independent of the United States that would allow Brussels to be independent in its financial operations from Washington and as a means of rescuing the nuclear deal between Iran and the West. Writing in the German daily Handelsblatt, Maas said, quote, Europe should not allow the U.S. to act over our heads and at our expense. For that reason, it's essential that we strengthen European autonomy by establishing payment channels that are independent of the United States, creating a European monetary fund and building up an independent SWIFT system, unquote. Moss said it was vital for Europe to stick with the Iran deal. Quote, every day the agreement continues to exist is better than the highly explosive crisis that otherwise threatens the Middle East, unquote, he said, with the unspoken message being even clearer. Europe no longer wants to be a vassal state to U.S. monopoly over global payments and will now aggressively pursue its own swift network that is not subservient to Washington's every whim. 
Skipping now a couple of paragraphs. However, despite the diplomatic consequences, Europe was intent on creating some loophole to the U.S. ability to weaponize the, glo the global currency of account at will, something observed most recently as part of Trump's latest sanctions on Iran, and as a result, late on Monday, the European Union said it, that it would establish a special payment channel to allow European and other companies to legally continue financial transactions with Iran while avoiding exposure to U.S. sanctions. While keeping SWIFT as is for now, the European Union's foreign policy head, Frederica Mogherini, side by side with Iran's foreign minister, uh, Javad Zarif, announced a special purpose vehicle jointly in English and Farsi after a meeting at the UN of the parties still committed to the deal, Iran, the European Union, the United Kingdom, France, Germany, Russia, and China. In fact, everyone but the U.S. According to Mogherini, the plan to create the special payment or special purpose vehicle will, quote, mean that the EU member states will set up a legal entity to facilitate legitimate financial transactions with Iran, and this will allow European companies to continue trade with Iran despite Trump's opposition. Uh, Mogherini further indicated that Germany, France, and the United Kingdom would set up a multinational state-backed financial intermediary that would deal with companies interested in Iran transactions and with Iranian counterparties. Such transactions, presumably in euros and pounds sterling, would not be apparent to American authorities. European companies dealing with the state-owned intermediary technically might not even be in violation of the U.S. sanctions, as is currently written. Now, before I get to the rest of the Zero Hedge article, I want to point out what I think is really going on here. Because, as I said when I was reading this, the first thing that I thought of was, no, this is not about Iran. Iran is kind of the cover story. I suspect what this is really about is the Russian sanctions, number one, which have hit Germany rather hard. And uh, Germany and, and Russia and Germany and China are large trading partners. So this is, this is really hurt. And that's what I think this is really about. Iran is just sort of the crisis of opportunity that they're using for the moment. This is really about building out a non-American controlled, independent, international system of global financial clearing. That's what it's about. And this is what Zero Hedge then went on to say, quote, in any case, creating a defensible banking architecture may well be the end goal for the Europeans, China, and Russia anyway. Because as noted above, Iran is merely a convenient pretext. After all, the nuclear agreement is one of the few things that unite the EU, China, and Russia against the United States. As Bershitsky notes, working to undermine the dollar's global dominance isn't ultimately about Iran at all. In his recent State of the European Union speech, European Commission President Jean-Claude Juncker called for strengthening the euro's international role and moving away from tra traditional dollar invoicing in foreign trade. Russia and China have long sought the same thing, but it's only with Europe, home of the world's second biggest reserve currency, that they stand a chance 
of challenging American dominance. So in other words, what, I, what I've been saying all along is if you're going to put into place one belt, one road, if you're going to tie Eastern Asia and Europe together with an overland infrastructure network of communications, railways, shipping, and so on, then you're going to need a, a completely different system of international financial clearing, and that's what I think this is really all about. Now, this is not going to happen overnight, and here's the problem. If Zero Hedge is correct, if I'm correct, then you've got to look for or make a prediction based on that model. And what I suspect that we need to look for then is if they are successful, and I have no doubt the Europeans will be successful in building out this special purpose vehicle as a kind of uh, proof of concept test for dealing with Iran apart from any American influence in, in financial clearing, if they're successful in doing this, that will be sort of the, so to speak, the beta test for a much larger system, which they will roll out. Now, if that should prove to be the case, then I suspect you're going to have to watch countries like India jumping on to become a part of this special uh, purpose vehicle that the Europeans are building up. And then ultimately, if they expand that, uh, you're going to have to see Japan somehow or in some way involved in that whole structure. So big things happening, folks. These are huge ge geopolitical moves. They're not going to manifest themselves overnight. This is, this is a long-term game uh, that, that the European powers are playing, and particularly the Zero Hedge article mentions France, the United Kingdom, and Germany. What's very interesting here is that the United Kingdom would be mentioned in this article and mentioned in such a way that it is no longer a part of the European Union, but acting in concert with it, and hence the reference to pounds sterling. What that portends, folks, is something very significant. That portends the end of the so-called special relationship. Uh, that, I think, is the other big thing coming out of this. Lots going on, lots to watch in future months. Now, one final announcement, folks. Um, I've My schedule has been in just absolute tatters and upheaval. This is beyond my ability to control at this point. And yes, it does have to deal with the virtual pipe organ. And the problem is they cannot set a date and keep it. So I have not yet put up the vid chat schedule for the month of October. It may be that that schedule is not put up until mid-October. <laughs> I am archiving all the questions. There is no vid chat tomorrow. Uh, I am archiving the questions that are coming in. So if you do have questions, it's okay to go ahead and send those early. But please remember to keep checking the schedule. I have no idea when I'll be able to do... Uh, vid chats for the month of October. It may end up that I have to do a couple special sessions. But in any case, that's what's going on there. So that's it for this week's news and views. Big developments, folks, going on in Europe, and we'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless.